Hi, y'all. This is Kristen Chenoweth. Hi, I'm Gloria Stefan. This is Sarah Bareilles. Hi, I'm Patty Lapone. This is Lynn Manuel Miranda. You're listening to the Broadway Podcast Network. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters, May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. It's the Roundtable with me, Robert Bannon. Welcome to the Roundtable, everybody. Well, I was scrolling through the Instagram and I saw Daniel Ryan Spaulding waxing poetic about something. You know, he is on the Instagram and this TikTok and the Snapchat and the Facebook. I don't know. I mean, I'm getting old. And I loved it. And people were sending it to me because he was talking about woke culture and the world and how we have selective outrage about things, etc. And I researched him some more. And not only did he honestly write jokes and information about bariatric surgery and, and the, the, the work that he did to get himself better and how he left Canada to work in the United States to then go to Europe. He broke in Europe and during the pandemic, he was putting out content and video, all this fun stuff. But he's got a brand new show, a brand new show called Power Gaze. And I was intrigued. Are you not intrigued? What is a power gay? Am I a power gay? Is Elton John a power gay? He's definitely a power gay. He's a different level of power gay. He's like knighted, legendary, iconic gay. I'm just like Knights of Columbus, New Jersey power gay, but doesn't matter. Wherever you are, however your freak flag flies is all that matters. <laughs> It's all that matters. Daniel Ryan Spaulding stopped here. He was in Boston, chit-chatting away. Take a peek. All right, so we're going to get the real story. We're going to find out the real story. But from what I understand, you're in Canada, plucked from Canadian borders, brought out to be an international, global, queer, superstar comedian now. From your, You know when people say they're big in Europe? Daniel really is big in Europe. He's big here, and he's coming to New York City and I needed to have him on the show. Daniel, welcome to the show. Hi, thanks for having me, Robert. My goodness, you we, we grab you as you travel literally all over the world. Mm-hmm. Yes. Do you have one particular airline? Do you get to go into like the fancy like uh, lounge because you travel from Europe to the States back and forth? <laughs> no, I try to do budget. I, I fly budget. Like a lot of European airlines are like, it's like a, you know, a bus in the sky, uh, like EasyJet and Ryanair. But I always try to like get the uh, speedy boarding. So it's like, uh, it's low budget, but classy. You're classy, trashy. That's literally, I'm from New Jersey, so that's literally our state motto. So tell us, during the pandemic, 
you started making videos, you started to create content, and what happened? When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Protect your dream home with American Family Insurance. And you can weather any storm. You'll also save up to 25% by bundling home, auto, and life. American Family Insurance. Get a quote. Find an agent at AmFam.com. Products not available in every state. Discounts may not apply to all coverages on an auto or home policy. Discounts do not apply to life insurance policies. Visit AmFam.com to learn how discounts may apply to you. American Family Mutual Insurance Company, S.I. and its operating companies, American Family Life Insurance Company, 6000 American Parkway, Madison, Wisconsin. Well, I had uh, previously, uh, I'd already been doing comedy. I've been doing stand-up comedy for 15 years. Um, I have done like some content like before the pandemic, but because I wasn't able to do my stand-up show uh, during the pandemic, obviously, because everyone uh, couldn't, you know, meet up, I I would do a video every day um, and fans would donate and so that kind of kept me going. So uh, a lot of my stand-up routines I would put uh, into videos as monologues. I also had a web series at that time called So Berlin, where I played like a Berlin hipster kind of character. And so uh, so I would try to do a video every day, and that really helped people, um, gave something for them to look forward to. And that was sort of one of my first booms in my uh my career helping me become more known throughout the world. And then there have been some others since. And now I'm really excited for this next chapter. Absolutely. Well, Power Gay, before we get ahead of ourselves, Power Gay is is the new the new show. Uh-huh. And if you are interested in living in this area, firstly, you need to you need to grab, get on top of it. Daniel Ryan Spalding, Power Gay is coming to New York again after after you know packing them in. Packing yeah. them in November 3rd to the 5th. You can go to redeyetickets.com and grab your tickets before they're all gone and they're sold out. And you yeah. can always go to www.danielryanspalding.com for more information about you. See the videos, see the old, the YouTube verse special, comment, the whole the whole experience. Yeah. What is an evening like? What is a power gay? Well, um, I think a power gay is someone, a gay man who's, you know, uh, living in his truth and living in his power. I think that uh, for as gay men, we have a unique experience in life. Um, we have a lot of the uh, privileges of being a man, but then also we face a lot of challenges in terms of being raised in a society where we're sort of taught to hate ourselves and we have to reconcile a lot of issues around, uh, you know, uh, how to be proud of ourselves, how to embrace our masculinity, uh, what sort of an identity we, like how to fit into the gay world, how to find people that love you and connect with you. And so on a larger level, the idea of being a power gay is, you know, finding that, that space in your life where you're happy and confident with yourself. Uh, also, I've, I've been through a lot the past year and a half, uh, and that's sort of what I've had to discover for myself, and that's what the show's about. 
Well, I was going to ask you, you, you don't shy away from politics. You don't shy away from world issues uh, on social media and in your content. And you don't shy away about being very personal. You've talked about your own journey, your own personal journey via health, via cosmetics, via surgery, yeah. via what you just put it all out there. Yeah, um, I've lost uh, 230 pounds over the last year and a half. Um, and the catalyst for that was me not drinking. I, I had a drinking problem. So I had to sort of get sober and figure out exactly how I needed to change my life to get to the place where I could be happy and happy with myself. And so uh, it's been a really great transformative time. I'm really proud of this show. The special that I shot, uh, which is on YouTube, my special So Berlin, um, that I shot just uh, a month after getting sober. So, uh, you know, it's really like if you if you watch that and then see the show now, it's it's really fun to see the journey that I've taken. Um, but uh, I think that when you're honest and when you're truthful, uh, it helps you. It helps both you and it helps others because it free frees you from the shame that you might have about difficult experiences that you've been through. And it gives other people permission to know that they're not alone going through the things that they might be going through and, and it helps people. And so being able to help someone is really one of the best ways of healing yourself as well. Absolutely. And to continue on this journey, you can go follow Daniel on Instagram and all of the social medias because you are yes. your content and your videos are everywhere. And yeah. you, Daniel Ryan Spalding. Um, <clears throat> When you are making content and you're putting stuff out there, some of it is really funny. Some of it is really deep and very serious. Some of it's a combination of both. For the people out here who are trying to make it in comedy or trying to be creative or these the world of social media influencers and, and personalities, et cetera, do you follow a strict timeline? Do you have a calendar? Do you just, does it just come to you? Like, How do you plan what you're going to say and when you're going to put it out in the world? Um, I try to be reflective uh, and I try to like give myself a little bit of time, but usually I, I am, you know, I think of an idea, I write it, I shoot it and it can be done in like half an hour or an hour. So um, with issues that are very hot button and very sensitive, I try to give myself a day to really make sure that it's something that I want to say. But if you're if you, if you have good intentions and you can think of a situation and just make a really specific point that is really inarguable and really puts an idea forward that is clear and concise, people can read into that and make implications. But as long as what you're saying is truthful and real, and you know, that is all that matters in terms of you know, uh, being subversive and ironic in my work, uh, you know, that's, that's just my style. And uh, I, if people like me, they like me. If they don't like me, that's fine too. You know, I, I can't go through my life worried about uh, what everyone thinks about me, but I am a authentic person and an honest person. So at least you know what you're getting with me. <laughs> Absolutely. That's the truth. Yeah. And, and that's what comes across and that's what people will love about it. And and yeah. 
all of the people who listen and 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 you've made smile laugh, especially through the pandemic and then through their journey, through their sexuality and through their own finding themselves. It's a huge a huge uh, gift you give to so many people. Oh, thank you, Robert. For real, for sure. So can you just tell, I know that gay people saying, that whole thing that you started, maybe you could tell people, how did the idea come about and what was it like when it took off like a rocket ship? Are you talking about if gay guys said the shit straight people say? Yes. Oh, okay. Yeah, I did that video in 2014. So this was really like, I think Instagram had just started, but this was really, people were mainly just watching videos on YouTube. And it got, I think, over like almost a million hits just in like five days, which was back then, like now that's nothing. But back then that was a, that was very viral. And um, so the idea was, if gay guys said this shit, straight people say. So all the annoying questions or comments that a straight person would make done in reverse. Um, so how did you know you were straight? Or I, I can't remember the exact script of it. But I also shot that in Amsterdam too, and like at all the different gay bars. So uh, there were always rainbow flags around me. So it looked like it was like an alternate universe where everyone was gay, which was kind of fun. But uh, but yeah, interestingly enough, that con that was really the first video like that. And then BuzzFeed took the concept several weeks later and then did every other version of it. Like if if Asian people said this stuff, white people say, if black people said this stuff, white people say. And I think it was a great way to shine a light on privilege um, and to make people just think a little more conscientiously about the things that they ask. And, and if it's appropriate in small talk to, you know, ask people, so when did you come out? Or when was the first time you had sex? You know, these are not polite chit chat conversations that you have with someone. And so I think that that was, it was a video that had a nice impact on setting boundaries with people. And, uh, and I think it, it was really, it was nice for the gay community. Yes, because even in 2023, if it, the trans community, the queer community, we still get questions that you would never ask. And that's the whole point. Like, what, 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 what position are you? And, and what have you ever been with a woman? And what yeah. was a, like, you don't ask those questions to yeah. other people. And that was the brilliance uh, behind it. So yeah. when you lost the weight and, and when you, when you, when you had the surgery, what made you decide to talk about it? And what made it be a part of your public persona? What, what about it was. Right. Well, how could it not? Right. Like I was 420 pounds and now I'm under 200 pounds. Like I, I was going to, you know, at some point I'd have to explain what happened. Uh, but I, I didn't, I waited until after the surgery had already happened several months before I talked about it publicly. And then even then I waited quite a while before I started talking about it in my show and, or did any sort of videos about it. Um, and honestly, cause people also didn't really, people just for most of my videos just saw my face. So they didn't really necessarily realize how much weight I had lost until it was very obvious. Um, but uh, I think uh, I think there's a lot of shame around um, about uh, that people have about um, obesity. And I don't really like that word, but it is what it is. Um, it's a very taboo topic. Um, and it's talked about in society in a like in, with with very little compassion. And even if you uh, don't have a problem with your weight, you might have a family member who does or a friend who does. 
And I think by opening up the conversation and and destigmatizing um, the surgery, talking about it, talking about how much joy it brought me, how much, how really it's like a second chance at life, how I can do things I was never able to do before. Uh, I can I, I can really live like my life the way I, I've always wanted to. Um, I think it can help people look into, you know, maybe that's an option for them. For me, it was 100%. I needed it. I couldn't have lost that weight in any other way. And I think that there's this sort of, especially in America, there's this sort of, you know, pick yourself up by your bootstraps. Right. It's your responsibility. You did this to yourself. Get yourself out of this situation. But it's actually a lot more complicated than that. And sometimes you need medical intervention to get yourself out of that situation. But people have very little compassion for people that have obesity. They think it's a moral failure or that they're just lazy or that they're stupid. And it's absolutely not the case. It's a medical condition. And it's also uh, a result of more, most likely horrible trauma that people have been through in some way. I didn't realize how difficult my life was because I was living in it. I didn't know. Now I see how different the world is and how differently I'm treated by people and how much nicer people are to me. The, the interactions I have in society with waiters or bouncers or um, customer service people, the way you're treated uh, when you're very heavy versus, you know, um, when you're, you're thin, it's completely different. So it's something to think about and it's something to, uh, that I've had happen and that I've gone through. So again, like I said, share it and maybe it'll help some people. You know, I think that's, so my, my cousin, uh, had the surgery and she got a lot of flack from family members. She got flack from some friends, all this nonsense about taking the easy road and all this BS. And I, and she said, should I tell people? And I said, you're going to tell people. And there's people out there that are looking for someone. Yeah. And she got so many responses from people who then ended up getting it or were afraid to talk about it. And it, in your platform and, and your following, you say you're saving lives and giving people, you know, the yeah. strength. So powerful. Yeah. So, well, you're so deep. You're oh. so deep. You're deep. You are smart and you are funny and your delivery. Robert, am I paying you for this? You're I'm, so sweet. I'm gonna send you my PO box. No, I, I, what I, what I'm saying though is your your delivery is so great and it's such a signature style. You're so dry in your delivery that uh -huh. when I first saw your videos, I didn't know if this was a joke. If this, uh -huh. if this is what, where did you? Is this always the way you've been? Did you play a character on stage, or is this just an example of Daniel just up there with lights and a microphone? Uh, well, right now I'm just speaking as myself. In some of my videos, I am playing a character, obviously. But uh, with my stand-up, you know, I think I think most stand-up comedians have that where uh, you are being authentically yourself. It's just you're being extra, you know? So in polite conversation, I wouldn't necessarily go into an anecdote talking about, I don't know, you know, banging some guy in a bathroom stall in Amsterdam or whatever crazy story might be in my show uh, or giving a really, you know, a ventilating, angry speech about something that's bothering me. But that's what stand-up comedy is there for. We're there to 
cut ourselves off from society for an hour or an hour and a half. And we've decided the rules of polite society are not applying right now. We're going to be a little nasty. We're going to be a little bitchy. We're going to like get down and dirty and we're going to be real and people need that. Otherwise we're just, you know, living in this constant, you know, nicety, nicety. Hi, how are you? Oh my, nice to meet you. I'm from Canada. Oh, good to meet you. you know, like, it's boring. It's boring. You no, know, the you, need kitchen, you need some kitchen table talk. Yes. And that's why we have you. And that's why we're going to go look right after the hot, right after Halloween, right after you're done with your nonsense, you just need a weekend. You need something fun to do. And you're in New York city, you're in Jersey, you're in Connecticut, wherever you are, you need to just run on down, go to, <laughs> go to redeyetickets.com. It's from the third to the fifth. There's a couple of shows. You can get your tickets. You're not trying to knock people over the head here, Daniel. They're, 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 they're a good price. They're a fun spot. And yeah. you get to see this all live and in person. So hopefully it's going to keep running throughout the autumn too. So just uh, if you see this later in November, it's probably still running. So just go go to go to Got the website. Yeah. Go to the website to keep up to date and we're looking forward to you. Is there any chance that America's going to steal you back or you're you're European now? Well, I'm not American. I'm Canadian. Right. True. Yeah. Oh, talk about privilege of these snooty Americans. That's how we all are. You know yeah. <laughs> I uh, I had to get a visa to work here. I'm an, I'm an artist, an alien of extraordinary abilities. <laughs> so so I can work in the United States for the next three years. So I'm going to be uh, mainly based in New York, but I will still be doing work in Europe. Um, but I want to. I, I never. All my career has been in Europe, so I'm really excited to to see the United States. I want to go to Chicago and Austin and all New England, all throughout New England. I'm in Boston right now, actually. So, so yeah, it's a new chapter. It is a new chapter. It looks like yeah. Boston. It looks like the Boston Tea Party was right in this stately yeah. room. Very it's very yeah. regal, this hotel room. Very. Come yeah. on. It's a beautiful um, inn. I love it. It's beautiful. And I, America welcomes you. We're excited to see you. Thank Take you. Streets and stages all across. We'll be following and we'll be watching. And congratulations on everything. Thank you, Robert. You're so sweet. How sweet is he? So different than on the Instagram. You know, people are very different on the Instagram and the social media and in the real world. So we got to keep that in mind because we get so used to things being you know how people appear you know his stand-up is so smart and he's so honest and truthful in what his delivery is so he's a breath of fresh air for sure in uh in the culture i hope you can get your tickets check him out i'm gonna check out a show for sure and i love you for being here you are wonderful and i appreciate you my music is out now you can go to spotify and listen to my new album called rewind talk about power gay as a little a little one it's got Liza, it's got Dolly, it's got Whitney, it's got Elton, it's got a whole bunch of music and the stories that shaped my life growing up here in New Jersey. I hope you can take a listen to it. Follow me at robertbannon.com for more information about me. Come join us every day at the Broadway Podcast Network. You can go to broadwaypodcastnetwork.com and find my friends who also have shows and follow me at our Robert M. Bannon. Robert M. Bannon on Instagram. I hope to see you again real soon. See you out on the road. See you in a show. There's always stuff going on here at the round table. Uh, I look forward to it. If you see me out and about, say hi. As always, the best is yet to come. I'll see you all again next time here at the round table with me. Bye, everybody. 
Hey, it's Leslie Odom Jr. here on the Broadway Podcast Network to tell you about the RISE Theatre Directory, a program of maestro music. RISE is a national online resource designed to connect and empower backstage and administrative and creative theatre professionals from underrepresented backgrounds. If you work or aspire to work in the theater community, this can help you find your next project. And if you hire theater professionals, search the RISE Theater Directory to find your next team. Create your profile now and get more information by visiting risetheater.org. That's theater with an R-E-R-I-S-E-T-H-E-A-T-R-E dot org because only together we rise.